0: It's the Dogcast episode number 330. It's the LSU Bayou Bengals versus the University of Georgia Bulldogs in a 330 tilt on Saturday. It's real time big boy football. Let's get after it, dogs. All right, dog fans, it's the Dogcast episode number three thirty, the LSU pregame show. Guys, this is a big game in a lot of ways. This is uh, the biggest game. We've already played two top ten teams this year, but I'm telling you, this, this game,
1: month.
0: hell, this month, this game is bigger than either of
1: those games.
0: Old dog, are you with me on that?
1: Oh, I am. I mean, this is a respectability game along with everything else.
0: Yeah, this this is a big game, man. This is a really, really big game for us, Um, and we need to win it. There's a lot of things to watch, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to think about. It is a huge game. Before we get started, though, we haven't even talked about this in our pre-show warm-up here, Old dog. You know, sad news about Paul Oliver today. I'm sure everybody listening to the show has probably heard this. He was a great player, got his autograph, pulled out his autograph tonight, had his autograph on a football. It's only like one inch away from Matthew Stafford's autograph on a, on a game day football I have.
1: I've, I've got it on a poster up in my room even.
0: Yep, yep. He was a great player, shut down guy, a really good player, and really, really sorry to hear all the news surrounding his death and um, – you know, uh we you know we really feel for his family and uh everybody there. Um it's just sad news, man. Terrible news. Yeah. Um anyway, you know, he's a former Charger though. Did you see all that all the news is all about he's a former Charger, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess that pretty much limits our uh, sad feelings. Um, so he, <laughs> he is, he's more recently a former charger than a former dog,
1: No, but, but, uh, but you just hate anyone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like that, absolutely. Anybody
0: for anybody for, um, anybody to, you know, have that, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just useless. It's senseless. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Moving on. There we go. This is it. Number six lsu tigers the team that some people say is the best team in the west the team you need to beat from the west they have two national championships since 2000 uh you know well it's
1: certainly it's certainly the team we need to beat from the west there's no doubt about it because <laughs> other than auburn it's the only other one we play
0: oh man uh you know we've played uh, here, here's a little background for you because you know I, I love numbers um We've played. Uh, Mark Rick has played against LSU, and Mark Rick teams have played against LSU seven times. We're three and four against them. Three of those seven games were for SEC championships. Um, everybody knows what LSU's got. Everybody knows what LSU does. Everybody knows uh, LSU is the bigs, man. It's the big time. And if we want to continue to uh, be in the bigs, to pretend like we're in the bigs, to be a part of the bigs. This is the kind of team you gotta beat. This is the kind of team you gotta play and the kind of team you've got oh, to
1: beat. I mean, absolutely, and we've talked about it before. I mean, if we are going to be talked about as a national championship contender, then we've got to beat teams that are rated that are ranked in the top ten. Absolutely. And right now and right now we're one and one. Yeah. And uh, if we want to continue on, we we uh, We've got to beat them because it's going to be probably the last top 10 team we play until we hit the uh, SEC championship if we're fortunate enough to make it there. Because from what I saw in the Florida Tennessee game, I can't imagine Florida, you know, hanging on too much longer. Hell, they may even drop out of the top 20.
0: I'm telling you they are a big scary team guys. I'm a lot more worried about these guys than I was <laughs> Clemson or South Carolina. Mainly because of the way they play and the matchups that they create for our defense. Um you know they've got the uh, Jeremy Hill, maybe the second best running back in the country behind Todd Gurley. We've got the, let's start off with the battle of the backs. You've got Jeremy Hill versus Todd Gurley. Jeremy Hill who was voted You know, voted onto the team. Voted onto the island. Voted onto the island because of an off-season arrest where he just basically punched people in the face and uh, on camera and then laughed about it. And his fellow players are like, you know what, we'd rather him be on the team than not. So we vote for him to be on the team, you know. I mean, I've never even heard of anything like that. But uh, they're led by Jeremy Hill, running back, and former Bulldog Zach Mettenberger. um who uh you may have heard of him. He's a kid uh he's a kid from Athens. His mom works for the I, university. Actually,
1: I I think he's from Wander.
0: Okay. <laughs> or Dacula? Uh no. no Wander. No, I think it's, I think it's Wander. You know, I like to say Dacula. I, I just I just can't I, say I Dacula. It, it's it. Dacula. <laughs> How can you not say Dacula? How can you not work at, look at that word and just go Dacula? Exactly. But anyway, they're led by Zach Mettenberger, whose mom works for the University of Georgia Athletic Department. She works in the Mirror Building,
1: Mark, uh, executive secretary,
0: and has given her the week off. Yeah, you know, I really hope she takes next week off. That's the week I hope she wants to take off. You know what I mean? I hope we pound them, and she feels the need to take next week off. But here's the deal, guys: they've got a really super aggressive defense. Uh, they're not. Um, they're very physical. You know, they're just going to come after you. Lots of blitzes, lots of disguised blitz packages, and they're going to just be very physical with our offensive line and try to get in that backfield and disrupt Murray. Uh, they're going to try to disrupt Gurley behind the line of scrimmage. But, you know, they are not as lights out of defense as Old Dog would have you believe. They're the ninth best defense in the SEC when it comes to giving up yards. Hell, the dumpster fire that is the Auburn Tigers got over more than 400 yards on them. I know some of that was late in the game, old dog. But these guys can be moved on, you know. But uh, they're very difficult between the tackles. What do you think about our ability to move the ball on that defense?
1: Well, I know this is going to come as a shock, but it basically is going to fall down to line play. Um, and just broadening the the scope a little bit, and I'll get back to to the offense uh basically, the way it is both teams have good, if not great offenses. uh I think we are probably better at the skill positions. I think we're better at running back, we're probably a little bit better at quarterback, and I think we're probably a bit better in our receiving core. Uh, and tight end what bothers me is i think they are probably better on the line of their offensive line is better than ours at least from what we've seen so far in the first three games Uh, both defenses can be scored on as i said to you before the show it's a battle of two real good offenses and two mediocre defenses and which mediocre defense is going to be able to pull themselves out of their mediocrity and, you know, live up, live up to what we hope they can be. Uh, I think it's going to boil down to which team can establish the run. Again, the best, the best thing to do is keep the other team's offense off the field I, think, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the winner may have 32 points. It could be in the 20s mm. on that. Uh, with all that said, what scares me to death is it can come down to turnovers and special teams. Uh, turnovers, hopefully we could win the battle. I don't think we can win the battle with anybody on special teams. No. But, but I think it may come down to something – you know, that that freakish. A fumble, an interception, a block punt, a punt return, a kick return, something along those lines. Because I think both these teams are fairly evenly matched. Like I say, I think both offenses are pretty good. I think both both have a lack of defensive prowess.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, it um it it I I agree with everything you said, man. Um I think this game is going to boil down like you said establishing the run. The thing is, you know, LSU uh on their play calling this year, they run the ball more than they average 65% run versus 35% pass. They are and that's not why, nearly and that's as bad as they went. I know I know you're excited about that, but here's the problem for me. Not only is that run going to be problematic, stopping that run is going to be tough, but the problem for our young defensive backs is going to be biting on the play action after they've established the run. I think we're a lot more likely to bite on that play action. What I'm worried about is that we're going to sell out to stop the run. They're going to sell it on play action because we're going to bite. And they're going to burn us deep with a few pass plays. Odell Beckham is a legit wide wide receiver at number two. And I'm telling you, he's also a legit return guy. You made a great point about special teams. You said we're not going to beat anybody at special teams. I don't know if that's true, but I know we absolutely are not going to beat LSU. We're absolutely not going to beat LSU at special teams. And we need to be on... Guard for the fake. You know the hat loves to run fakes, fake field goals, fake punts, onside kicks. He's a threat to onside kick it or fake punt or fake field goal at any time. At any time of the game, win or lose, fourth down, long, whatever, he is a threat to fake it. Well, and
1: he loves and he loves to go for it on fourth down too. He yeah. calls a game like the old dog would call a game. I know he freaking and, goes for it, man. And, and I agree with you too. I mean, they are. We need, we need to make their offense one dimensional. If and, and I understand what you're saying about biting and stuff, but we we do need to sell out and stop their run, and then just hope and pray that that mettenberger we can, can't put it on that, the money that, that we can that gonna. we can that we can cover their guys i mean but man it's gonna but be if tough if we if we let if we let them establish the run and and just and do what they like to do then it's going to be a long day for the dogs unfortunately
0: I'm telling you guys, I hope you're getting the feel. It's not that we're down at least for me speaking for myself, it's not that I'm down or worried or anything like that. I mean I mean I am worried, but I'm not down I'm optimistic I'm cautiously optimistic. you know we're a four point favorite in this game, old dog, but
1: that's, the thing that's is... that's what I hear that that's what that's what my man smooth told me this morning
0: smooth, our resident uh, odds maker uh, long time listeners of the show will remember smooth smooth's pick of the week uh but here's the deal um. I am, I'm a lot more worried about this game. I'm a lot more worried about this game than I was about South Carolina. I honestly wasn't that worried about South Carolina. I wasn't that, I wasn't even worried going into Clemson. I'm really worried about this LSU game because of the kind of game they play on offense, defense, and special teams. They're so fundamentally sound in all three phases of the game. They're very physical and they're very deep. And they know what they're doing. They know what they're all about. They're going to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. They're going to smash the clock, win time possession, and run, run, run. And when you're sick of the run, they're going to fake the run. Nine-foot-tall Mettenberger's going to stand up and deliver a strike downfield, and we're going to be standing there flat-footed watching. And I'm just I'm really worried about these matchups, man. We've got to oh. play real heady on defense. And we're going to have to be very effective on offense. We can't afford to turn the ball over, and we can't afford to squander a scoring opportunity.
1: Oh, I I can't agree with you more. And we don't. And I hope our play calling gets to the point where we don't have any quick three and outs either. That's one thing that that sometimes just drives me crazy about Bobo because sometimes he just seems to get in love with the pass, or he likes to try this and that. And we, again, we need to get out there and establish the run. We need to run it every time on first down for at least the first half to try to get some yardage. I mean, because we can't be playing behind. We, I mean, as nice as it would be, we can't throw an 80-yard pass on the first play of the game or the first first down that we have and hope that we catch it and put ourselves in second and 10. That's not going to work. We need this game. We need to methodically drive the ball down the field, keep LSU's offense off the field. And more importantly, keep our defense off the field too. I mean, with, with last week not taken in, very seldom do we see a team that we can stop the run against. Right. So we have got to. Hey, we stuck your Texas run. Yeah. But we have got to do everything we can to limit the scoring opportunities that LSU is gonna have. And the way we do that is long drives and ball control. I mean a lot of times I poo poo the fact that, you know, time of possession really doesn't mean a whole lot, but in this game I really do think it will because the teams are so much alike.
0: Right. Right, they really are. And this is just going to be, man, this is going to be a tough game. And I'll tell you guys, because it's going to be such a tough game, this really is going to be a big game for the fans. We have got to play out of our head on the field and in the stands, guys. We have got to absolutely go for it. This is do-or-die, big-time, big-boy SEC football right here. This is the oh, biggest uh, game we're going to have the rest of this year.
1: Oh, and, no doubt. And this is why – this is why – you. The game the other thing that we have got to do is when we have a chance to tackle somebody, we need to tackle them. We can't be having these broken plays. You know, if we get our hands on Mettenberger in the backfield, his ass needs to go down. When they throw a little flare or a little screen pass, the first guy needs to lock up and put him down. We need to take the right angles. We don't need a whole lot of yards after the catch. We don't need we don't need uh, an almost sack to just have it turned into a a 20 yard or a 30 yard pass play. And we have got to put some pressure on the quarterback. I don't uh, a mediocre quarterback, given enough time, is going to find somebody open. A good quarterback certainly is. And in this case, both quarterbacks are good. We have it, it. that's what it's going to boil down. One of the one of the keys is going to be which team can put the heat on the other team's quarter and get that guy out of rhythm.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. It's going to be huge. And I will say this also. You were talking about we've got to tackle. Um, after I did get a chance to observe a couple of practices week, the the two little sessions that were open to the media, and I can tell you this that coach Rick and the staff have not let up on the team any this week practices have been very physical we've been practicing very difficult you know we've been practicing very hard when it comes to tackling and physical physical practices we've been really they've been the team has really been getting after it in practice this week and I believe uh, you know well, hoping there there haven't been any injuries that's been good but hey we, they've been wearing it out in practice this week so I hope that carries over and that they they're fired up and ready to make some big tackles. Open field wrap up cuz Jeremy Hill ain't going down just cuz you hope he goes down. I can promise you that, buddy. That guy is going to score, man. Um he is a great back. He's scored a lot this, you know, he's he's really similar to Gurley in the way he runs and the way he scores. So, we've got to be ready to tackle that guy. It's a great point you made about being able to tackle.
1: And, and we've got to swarm to the ball too. I mean we you know if the guy has stood up, don't necess- that you don't need to quit. you don't need to stop. You need to run to the ball. Make sure you put the guy down.
0: Now, one other thing too. Uh, you know the dog cast has spearheaded the effort. I mean, for years now, we've spearheaded the effort to get some end zone kickoffs, you know to get the end zone kicker, to get super foot. To get anybody. And I can tell you that we have been in touch with the Phantom Special Teams Coordinator this week. And I can tell you this, that for better or for worse, whether it works or not, Marshall Morgan is committed to at least trying to get every single kickoff into the end zone. There's going to be no pooch kicks this week, old dog. No pooch kicks, no short kicks, no purposefully short directional kicks. The name of the game this week, according to the Fandom Special Teams Coordinator, is every kick is destined for the end zone by design, in advance. Premeditated end zone kick. Now, we may not get them, but we're at least going to try for them, is, is the word I, on the street.
1: I, I, I don't believe that. One, one iota. And Come on. The other on. thing is, the I, I don't. Phantom I, I special just,
0: teams coordinator says it's going to happen.
1: I just, I just simply do not believe it. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, if that's actually the case, we've got other people on the team that we know can kick it in the end zone. We don't have to hope that Marshall Morgan.
0: Well, can. you're right about
1: that. We've got, we've got guys that do, and I tell you why they have Marshall Morgan on the kickoffs. Is because he kicks it high, and they just they grow a third leg with hang time. (laughs) Let me tell you something else. Let me me tell you another guy which doesn't which doesn't mean a damn thing.
0: Let me tell you another guy who grows a third leg on high kickoffs, and that's Odell Beckham, the feature returner for LSU, who has seven returns for 190 yards on kick returns. He has 78 yards in punt returns this year. The guy is serious. I mean, he's no honey badger, but the guy is serious special teams return man. They don't do. They don't believe in fair catches over there at uh, in purple and gold Bayou Land. All right.
1: No, so. and, I, and and that's the and that's the thing that you know we have harped on, and you know folks can call us crazy, folks can call us narrow minded, everything else, but just remember. When the dog cast gets on you and we point something out, I mean, we were called idiots when we started talking about the strength and conditioning program. Then all of a sudden, after two years, we were right. Right. And I'm telling you, we're right about the special teams, too. And that's what it boils down to. I mean, yeah, we're going to beat the vast majority of teams that we play just on sheer talent because we are just better. Than they are, but when we come up against a team that is equally as good as we are, uh, Clemson, South Carolina, LSU this year, in the close games, it comes down to three or four plays, and special teams is is a huge, huge part of it. And I agree. I just, I just hope that the coaching staff, from the head down, has seen the light, but I really don't think they have.
0: Yep, and I'll tell you one more key to the victory. One more key to winning over the fan base. One more key to the victory. Uh, Jenkins and Floyd, this is for you. You need to sack the hell out of Mettenberger. you got to sack him early, sack him often. Not only is he not good on the fly, he's a pretty good pocket passer, Pretty accurate, pretty tall. You guys know what he looks like. You know how he plays. But he's not so great when he's on the run. Not so great with his accuracy and his delivery when he's on the run. His mechanics aren't that great outside of the pocket. So we need to pressure him, hurry him, knock him down. If he gets his ass sacked, if we could sack Mittenberger four times, I believe we could win the game. Well, the
1: other other thing that's good about that, too, unlike – Unlike the other two quarterbacks we have played, Mettenberger is not a threat to tuck the ball and take off, and they're not going to be calling a whole lot of designed quarterback run plays either.
0: No, no, absolutely not.
1: And that's one thing that we we have had an historical problem with. Yes. Uh, Going all the way back to the 60s. Yes. Copy that, my friend. But like I say, it's it's gonna. I mean, the game is gonna turn on a few plays, and it's really gonna boil down to again, who can control the line of scrimmage. I mean, what team can establish the run? What team can can shut the other team's run game down? Because I really think the team that has the most running yards is gonna win the ball game.
0: Wow, I like it. That's that's pretty cool, man. I, that's, I like that prediction. And that's something we can definitely, definitely measure.
1: And I may be right. I may be wrong. But uh, again, I just I think that's what it's going to boil down to. And we need and we need to be ready for anything, like you say, fake punts, fake kicks, onside kicks, you name it. Man. Well, I mean, it's it, it's a huge game, and I mean, this is this is a game for respectability. No doubt. Uh, you know, the the media hates us. Game day is coming there to make fun of us. And, you know, we are almost, we're not as bad, but we're almost as, we're, we're just teetering on being close to big game Bob Stoops.
0: Yeah, we need to prove that we can win more than one big game, right? In a, In a given season. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt about it. Hey, um, all right, that's what it's going to take, dog fans. Uh, it's going to take a Herculean effort out of the fans, out of the defense, out of the offense. It is going to take a really just a big effort. We've got to limit penalties. Think AJ Green. Oh my God, uh, celebration penalty. It still haunts my dreams. Um, it's going to be a big game, guys. 3:30 kickoff. Hey, speaking of uh, game day. Um, you know, I've mentioned that you guys need to be following me on Twitter, at DogCast. Um, Chris Fowler, following me on Twitter. actually retweeted, we got into a little, we didn't get into a little, what, what, they don't have a name for like a Twitter battle. I don't know what that is. But, uh, anyway, Chris Fowler of Game Day retweeted one of my tweets this week with a kind of a snarky little retort. He said that, uh, I you know basically I said something like uh I'm just paraphrasing here basically we hate you we don't want you to come to Athens wish you weren't come to a- wish you wouldn't come to Athens you're against us and we're against you something like that and uh he basically retweeted that with a snarky little reply basically saying well I guess we'll see on Saturday you know if you're right then I guess nobody's going to show up on Saturday and I promptly said, F you, Chris Fowler. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so Chris Fowler, game day, 3.30 kickoff, CBS feature game, Corso, Herb Street, Desmond Howard, the whole deal. The dog walk, the band. Dog walk's around 1.30. Um Guys, this is it, man. Big game. Big game. Cups. We started shipping cups this week. If you've already paid for your cup and uh, you were one of the early guys, I'm shipping them in the order in which you uh, paid for it. So the guys who paid for their cups the earliest get the very first shipments. I sent out, I don't know, a bunch today, and I'm sending out a bunch more tomorrow. So just stand by, guys. Your cups are coming. I'm trying to get them to you as quick as I can Uh, I mean, you know, it's not like I don't have, like, a regular life on the side as well with three boys. But uh, that's about it. Hey, pool winner. You know who won the pool this week, old dog? I know you're bated breath. No, I I
1: am. I'm anxiously awaiting to hear.
0: Friend of the show. It's funny how friends of the show win it, but I promise I'm not making it up. I can take a screenshot. Friend of the show, Mel J. Our buddy. Now, she has won the pool before. Chick is a beast when it comes to picking games.
1: A great Mel, prognosticator.
0: Mel J, a great prognosticator. I don't have your uh, e- address anymore, Mel, but send me a uh, send me an email and I'll, I'll send you a cup or something. And also, also tied with her, Jeff from Boise. How about that, Jeff from Boise? Blast oh, from the past, our buddy. Man,
1: and and here it is, the week we didn't have a tiebreaker
0: yeah the last week oh. before the tiebreaker, but this week, thanks to our buddy in Arkansas lost dog in Arkansas, the tiebreaker is in effect starting this week. So get your picks in, go for swag, and by the way, uh Vermont dog, I see the name of your team on the on the uh on the pool. I see your name, and uh no, not gonna happen. Only got one of those that's between me and you all right, dog fans. what else you got, old dog?
1: I mean that's pretty much it. I mean, we laid it out. I think it's it's two fairly equally matched teams. It's going to come down to a couple plays. It's going to come down to who can establish themselves on the line of scrimmage. who can run the ball better and who can stop the other team's run that's That's all it is i mean it it's not it's a, it can be boiled down to a fairly simple game. He who can control the ball is going is going to win this one.
0: So the old dog, Cialis
1: Pick of the Week,
0: is, you're going with the dogs, I guess? The the it Cialis is, Pick it of is the who, Week? It,
1: it's whoever has the stiffer defense on the Cialis pick of the week will will win whichever 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 defense can keep it up for four hours without calling the doctor is gonna win the ball game
0: copy that dog fans thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it thanks for all your support of the show We'll be back. Remember, I'm in Vegas this weekend, so the post game show won't be until Monday evening or Monday afternoon, Monday evening, and who knows what shape I'll be in. But uh, there it is, guys. Those are your keys to the victory: control the line of scrimmage. I mean, <laughs> the line of scrimmage. Gurley needs to get more yards than Hill, and we need to try to do the best we can to equalize special teams with end zone kickoffs and coverage. Thanks for listening, dog fans. Go Dogs!